The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Good morning. This is Jim the Keys bartender. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you're listening from. Jim the Keys bartender. We're getting to the uh heading to the end of February. The second month for a lot of you in different parts of the world. Uh especially in this country. I guess you're ready for uh spring and summer. Down here we're in the midst of our high season and uh, the the problems with living on the long skinny island which is the keys 43 keys or 43 bridges whatever they are is there's only one main road coming in and coming out there's some side streets you could skirt for maybe a couple miles in places, but there's always one road you got to return to, and that's Route 1. And early this morning, sometime between 3 and 4, there was a very serious accident. I don't mean to make light of it, but usually when people are in an accident between 3 and 4 in the morning, there's something involved. And it was serious enough to take out a transformer and kill at least one of the occupants, if not more. I don't know if there was more than one occupant. So we'll find out in the after action. But what happens here is so serious, they shut down the southbound lanes. So just a three-mile trip would take like an hour and 20 minutes. There's no way about it. You, the, I mean, if you put it in Google, they'll give you all the side streets and skirt around and stuff like that so you can get in front of the next 100 cars, but you're going to still be in it. So what happened, in effect, when they had the accident this morning and they didn't really start clearing it up until like 45 minutes ago, an hour ago, is they canceled all the schools in the area south. And I don't even know if they did the one north because the people who took their kids to school had to come back. I guess all the the buses were screwed up too. But three, the high school, one of the... PKS when it's uh, kindergarten to middle school closed. My daughter's Montessori, it's not Montessori school, it's a charter school. They closed. So whenever you need to plan something, and I know it sounds selfish because someone did die. When they close down a road, it really changes everything. Makes everybody, everybody late. There's no detours for you down here. I guess where it occurred, there was yeah very, very little detours for that. And you just see it when you watch the app and you're looking at the time and it first started out 37 minutes and 43 minutes and 50 minutes and then an hour and 20, hour and 30. This is over two hours. I mean, two miles. So that's what you 
get to deal with in paradise. Someone asked me last night, you know, what it's like. And I said, well, and I mentioned the traffic. Like if you have to go anywhere, sometimes there's virtually no nowhere to go. And it's my day off, so I didn't have to be any place. I wanted, I wanted to go to the gym. I wanted to go to the bank. And I am going to go there, but I wasn't willing to wait an hour to go and work out an hour. One direction. So I wanted to do something, let the other people not contribute to the traffic and all that stuff. I know people have places to go and businesses to do and there's people on vacation. So, yeah, that's a sad thing. We've had a lot of deaths on this road right here. you got to be really careful when you're driving down Route 1 because it's a highway with a lot of entrances and exits and uh, residencies along the way, businesses. And people are in different stages of awareness. I mean, the United States is probably one of the worst places in the world for that. There's people that get... I know people here that they always seem to drive under some kind of diminished capacity. So it's best to be as super defensive as you can when it comes to driving. Look down the road, look at people coming at you, looking at people coming the wrong direction. Where the accident happened, a mile marker 98 southbound, that is a notorious area for people that go the wrong direction because they come out, there's a there's trees in the center median and you can't see across the ways to see the northbound lanes. So if you forget and you're tired or you're diminished in your capacity, you may pull out thinking you're on a two-lane highway instead of a four-lane highway that's separated. And that's some of the danger when people are driving fast at a great speed and then they see approaching headlights. And they probably think, well, someone's playing chicken first and then they realize eventually in the last moments they may realize that they're going the wrong direction. I mean, it's terrifying when you see it on big freeways. I remember seeing it on 95 when someone really messed up, goes on the on-ramp and goes the opposite direction. And usually, obviously, it doesn't happen during rush hour. You'd have to really work to get to go the wrong direction during rush hour. I've seen people pull out and they, because there's a half a mile gap on their side of the road and they pull out and they make a right into opposing traffic, and then all of a sudden they quickly, I think they quickly figure it out, most times in the daytime. Nighttime, not so much. But we're not going to linger on that today. Uh, Later on today, I hope to do, I am going to do, a podcast from the Catch Restaurant from their tropical patio. I guess anything outside is considered tropical when you're down here. Right? It can be, it's not their sub-Arctic patio. It could be if you set up a big refrigeration unit, I guess. But yes, there's you know a bunch of plants and lizards and cats out there. Not a bunch of cats, you know, some cats. It's just one of those things around. Rest. We got a lot of stray cats and loose chickens in the keys, as well as iguanas. And then you got snakes. Had an interesting phone call last night. I had, there was a guy that called up, and he said. I thought it was a joke. He asked, 
I have a big question. It may sound kind of weird, but I call it an eel and I like to cook it up. Would you cook it up? And I checked with the kitchen. They said, yeah, if it's cleaned, you know, ready to cook, we'll do it. But we're not going to fillet it. That's what most catches down here. When people, when you're on a boat and you catch some fish, you should you know, clean it. Because then it starts, the cost of preparing the, the, the dish, it tastes longer. And people, usually kitchens aren't assigned, they don't have an extra guy on hand left to clean fish. Everyone's working is working on food that's fillets that are already prepared or ready to go in there. So I mentioned this guy, make sure it's cleaned. And he goes, what do you mean clean? I said, you caught an eel and you didn't, you don't know how to clean it? He goes, nope. And he goes, you want us to clean it? I said, well, they're not going to clean it. I'm sorry. Uh, it's, it's a specialty item. My suggestion, if you catch something and you don't, you're not sure of it, let it go. Let it go. You shouldn't just catch it, bring it in, and then think you're going to eat it unless you know how to prepare it. It's just a waste. My thinking is this guy's not going to, he didn't eat the eel. He's going to, he's going to be taken and thrown on the side of the road. And that's wasteful. And if you, I, I think it's, if you believe in that sort of thing, it's sinful to take a creature out and just toss it away. It's part of the ecosystem, the circle of life. So if you're going to catch what you eat, eat what you catch. Don't keep on catching fish when you when you have a couple pounds. Like if you have four people and you have two, three pounds of fillets, you pretty much have enough unless you're going to freeze, freeze it and ship it home or give it to the mate. Chances are you're going to be throwing that food out because most people can't eat more than a half half pound and most a pound of protein, and that's the fish. So be careful out there. Don't don't be wasteful of our resources. They're limited. People think it's oh, there's so many fish. You see people take pictures and they got tons. They show all the fish that people that caught, and I said. What are they going to do with all that fish? People say, oh, just give it to the restaurant. Well, you can't give it to the restaurant. You have to be a licensed retail provider. There's fishermen's under contract. And there's fisheries. That's where you get it from. You have to have a special license for that because there's a special way of preserving how it had the chain of, I have to call it the chain of custody for a fish. You know, where you keep it refrigerated and then they fillet it. And how they store it when it's filleted. Because you can't just take fish from just any Yahoo and just sell it to people on the in a restaurant. Imagine what if they caught it like three days before and was improperly refrigerated. A lot of people could get sick. That is a horrible kettle of fish, to put the pun lightly. Uh, at this part of the show, I like to say, since I mentioned it, if you are in Key Largo and you're near mile marker 102, Oceanside, stop at the Catch Restaurant and Bar. They're open every day of the week for lunch and dinner. Monday through Friday, I have a happy hour, 3.30 to 6.30, with great food and drink specials. Also, 
as you heard earlier, if you catch your own fish, please have it cleaned and come in. They'll be happy to cook it for you. Several different per, uh, preparations. And they have a nice selection of non-seafood dishes for those of you that don't enjoy maritime eating or seafood or whatever. you know. So come stop by to catch a mile marker 102 and tell them the Keys bartender sent you. Okay. Like I said, we are back in season. There are a lot of people down here. There's a little dip in the business. We're just thinking, how much business is there out there? Are we getting everyone? Are we just getting people that are not as concerned about the threat of the pandemic? And we don't know yet. We'll find out at the end of season. So anything you see from day to day, in traffic down here, and I'm talking about ourselves, is anecdotal. We had some real interesting people come in so far, seemed to be from the north central states, a couple people from Georgia and things like that. They're, they're, it's cold there, but it's not as cold as other places in the United States and they're escaping them. And once it starts warming up, we see a dip in it. And, you know, people, when other places start opening up, other places in the country, other places outside the country, then we'll see more of a dip because pretty much we've been getting everything because of being Florida and Florida being less uh, restrictive for good or bad. For good, it's good for business. For bad, uh, we don't know exactly what the long-term effects are going to be. I'm part-time employee at a hospital, and I was fortunate enough to get both of my shots in. It'll be uh, my second shot I will have had for two weeks starting tomorrow. So I'm I'm not saying 100%, but I'm pretty much protected but I'm more concerned about other people now. See, I wasn't, I worked, I worked the whole time. I was appreciative of the danger, but I also was appreciative that I had to make money for my family. And that's the hard math you have to do. Do you want to struggle in it? It's just like a, any fishing town or seasonal town when it comes to season. Uh, we did an early show in the, April or May of last year, and it's called Evil. It was Evil Math, I guess it's called it. But if you hearken back to Jaws and their season starting right around, right before July 4th, the town of Amity. And the mayor said, hey, listen, we got to do, if we don't, if we don't have people in, in July, we don't eat in December. Yeah, but fortunately, in the Keys, there are a lot more people that live year-round now. It's not dead outside of season. And certain places are fortunate to have yeah, the locals come in there and have a good reputation. So when the big places that are always mobbed when it's in season are really slow out of season. And those places that are more local friendly and popular with their locals seem to be able to weather the storm a lot better. Once again, that's anecdotal information. And it's a shame. A lot of places, 
A lot of places feeling hurt right now, but down here, not so much. You got every establishment is running at capacity or above capacity. How can you run above capacity, Jim? Well, you run above capacity when you're serving more than your busy night. Let's say ours is Friday night. And on our on our slow nights, which was last night or the night before, Sunday and Monday, that was more like our Friday. And then our Friday night is just one of these things where you're just constantly going. And that's great for business. That's great for business. And it's, some people are under stress. I understand right now that people... Imagine, wonder if that happened during the Black Death when everyone was... Things were... Society was torn asunder by massive deaths and changes in, in life, uh, meaning day-to-day life. Down here, the we have... Obviously, we spoke about the people that don't believe that this is such a big thing and they just want to get on to, I can't wait till it gets back to normal. Well, that's the idea of getting back to normal that could be dragging it on. The U.S. and, you know, they'll just poo-poo the uh, numbers, but the U.S. has seen about 20% of the total deaths from COVID-19 worldwide, even though we only have 6% of the population. So we're running almost four times. But that could also be a function of we're the, you know, first world countries that are the only one that are really measuring the cause of death for people. But most of the countries in the, I guess, I hate to say upper tier, but first world countries are in the northern hemisphere And they're the ones that are checking in. We don't know what's necessarily going on in Africa or some of the poorer places in South America. We know Brazil's right behind us in the total numbers of deaths for the size of the country that they are. So, you know, people are stressed. They want to get back to this thing where they can just go someplace. My wife wants to go back to Poland for the summer. And right now, we can't get in there without quarantining for 10 days to two weeks. If you really want to see the seriousness of the pandemic, check out what other countries are doing. And these aren't liberal democracies. Poland's not a liberal democracy. It's more conservative than we are, really. And Russia and Korea... They're very serious about curtailing, you know, using health hygiene laws to curtail the numbers. And the places in the United States where people, they're tired of having to do that. They don't want to wear a mask. But if you could just wear a mask to stop that, you know, it's... We talked about it before in the cars that they're prior to unsafe at any speed. I think there was seatbelts. Ralph Nader uh, started pushing for the 
universal acceptance of seatbelts. They use them all the time in order to save lives. And safety glass in cars. Used to be, maybe 100 years ago, maybe a little less, when you got in a car accident, that glass didn't shatter as one piece. It shattered like a plate glass window. Thousands of pieces. And it would, you know, you get the head-on collision. You get all that glass shards coming right at you. Nowadays, it's just one piece that stays together. That's safety glass. I'm sure there are people saying, why, this is bullshit. It's going to cost us more to make a car. Well, they did the math on that. Same thing with car seats for kids. Food safety. I was talking about food safety with fish and all that stuff. So the sooner... And getting on a boat, life preservers. Most of the time you get on a boat, you don't need a life preserver and stuff like that. But when you really need a life preserver, you really need a life preserver. It's not a uh, addendum, an afterthought. That's why if you get caught down here by the Coast Guard or FWC or Monroe County with six people on your boat and two life preservers, it's a big-ass fine. So be careful. I'm going to make this one a short one today because we have to get ready. To, I think I'm going to oh, I have to go to the gym. I have to go to the gym today. There's no way to, but I'm not, I'm not going to be motivated if I don't do it. I'd like to thank you for listening. I'll be right uh, back later on today. If you do like the show, please share it with your friends. Leave us a nice review. What else can you do? Oh, if you have any questions, send your questions to jim at keysbartender.com. I'd like to thank all the listeners. For some reason, I have a lot of listeners in India now. I don't know. I Maybe if I get a bigger listener audience in India, maybe I'll have to start endorsing Indian products. Whatever. Or Indian, you know, whatever. Any Indian product. So we'll see. I don't know if it's just because there's 1.3 billion of you and there's a couple hundred of them say, well, I'd like to talk to, I'd like to listen to a demanded American and hear their ideas. You don't know. But I thank you for listening. I'd like to get uh, a little more exposure. Not the kind of exposure that you end up being in the Monroe County arrest report. Oh, a new Monroe County arrest report. Uh, the gentleman was arrested in Marathon, Florida, for masturbating over, over, I near enough to a woman who was sunbathing. And when she opens her eyes, she sees a guy masturbating. So they contacted the authorities. The guy got arrested. And I saw the picture of the guy, and it seems like. He fits the bill. It's not one of these things, oh, he doesn't look like the kind of guy to do that. He looks exactly like the kind of guy to do that. Exactly. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Here's a little music for you as we head out. Bye. <laughs>